Do you know what topic you want to talk about? You had to have thought of something. Don't be scared. It's okay. <laughs> I'm talking about anything. I just want to see what topic you got. Everything is on the table. Don't what? look at my notes, bro. Why can't I look? We had a study yesterday. You just Like when somebody looks at this TikTok or this Instagram, I want this to represent like Mo or like Mo and Chris. So like when you think about yourself, or when you think about your personality, or just anything, like what do you think is representative of like, oh wow, he brought Mo on the podcast. Like it makes sense for them to be talking about this. I mean, or like whatever, what just feels right. Not that too long. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm just perfect. I was gonna say what. I'm a little bit of a relationship guru. Okay. To some degree. I like that. Okay, so you want to do relationships? Yeah, and you could like spin it different ways. It doesn't necessarily just have to be romantic relationships. Oh. You know? I like that. Like friendships too. Yep. Just like maintaining maintaining relationships. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. It requires a lot of effort, but it's all dependent, you know, on that other person. Cause some people, you know, low maintenance, some people high maintenance, some in the middle. Like you got some friends, oh, like you said, I'm not gonna say names, but you got some friends that's like, oh, you didn't hate me the other day, what's wrong with you, you hate me? And then some people it's like, you know, there you go much on top of each other, just pick back up. I like this topic a lot. I could really go deep with this because I have my own, I guess, views on why I carry my relationships the way I do. Yeah. And then uh, I wonder, you know, what your spin to that is. Good y'all and welcome back to another episode of Free Game where the only thing that we do on this channel is what? Skilly pop 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 popcorn pop 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 keep it a stat and I'm not gonna lie to y'all we are back with another episode of maintaining relationships with one of the best one of the greatest one of the goats my boy Mo Peace talk to him 
What's going on, y'all? Smoke Peaks, my real name is Marius Peoples. Um, and I'm just very glad the opportunity to share some knowledge with y'all. I appreciate that, my boy. I appreciate that. Glad to have you on. I definitely think it's well overdue and just gonna see what happens when we connect our minds together. So I think that we just recently decided that we were going to do maintaining relationships as our podcast topic. Let me turn it down. We were gonna do maintaining relationships as our podcast topic. And I guess my first question to you before like, we really dive in is what made you decide this topic or like how did this topic come about? Like why is this uh, interest or passion to you? Uh, I think just throughout my life, yeah. uh, relationships have always just been, you know, I don't know, a meaningful thing to me. Yeah. You know, mainly because just I'm a family man, if you will. Like, I really yeah. enjoy time with family. I enjoy time with friends. And, you know, also, my love language being quality time. Okay. That kind of fits in into a relationship aspect of things, whether that's friendships or, you know, yeah. my growth. Yeah, that's what's up. Do you believe that a majority of your energy or, like, happiness is connected to your friendships or your family like are you mm, i would say like a portion of it is and okay. that portion i would say more above 50 percent like if my family's not good i wouldn't say i'm just like you know 100 percent yeah yeah okay but so connection you still do have to reserve you know a good amount of your happiness to yourself like to you yourself. gotta provide that for yourself yeah so. and what that looks like yeah. Do you feel like that you have a good balance? I feel like thing? I'm still, like, I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I'm still working on that, and yeah. I'm, I'm learning it as the days go by. Like, that's a big thing, you know, with also just, like, mental health being very important. Yeah. Like, really investing in your happiness for yeah. yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny that you bring that up or that you say that because I'm actually learning that right now. I feel like my balance is extremely horrible to be honest, and I feel like if I'm not in a good place or in a good relationship with like my family or my friends, that it takes way more of a toll on me than it should. And not saying that like, I don't care about my family or my friends, or I definitely know that I should feel some type of way like when we're not in a good state, but it affects other parts or other areas of my life as well. And I think I definitely have to be more discipline or self-control in that or just like maintaining that level of emotional intelligence to be honest yeah i feel like everyone like it's rather i would say well i mean everyone has different journeys but i think it's rather new for us discovering like hey you know mm -hmm. it does require like you know up until you know we're still growing and developing up until this time like it's just i would say like the happiness is just so you know bliss it's free it just flows but now that you know there's a lot of, you know, obstacles and stuff that may hit you that you just have to be able to bounce back. And some of that requires you doing it yourself, really, you know. So that's yeah. very important to add to your tool bag. Just, you know, seeing what gets you, you know, calm, you know, happy yeah. amidst the storm or anything that's abiding at the time. Yeah, no, that's real. I definitely think I'm learning that right now. And in all honesty, I do think that I'm still fairly young and I'm glad that I'm learning that lesson or going through that process at an earlier age than trying to figure out that later in my life that way I won't have to worry about I don't know like sometimes I just feel like I won't have to worry about migrating through that like when I'm of older age like I feel like this is a good and healthy lesson to learn in my early 20s especially like as I just graduated from college and I'm moving away from like my close friends and my close friends and making other close friends and yeah. trying to find my group and comfortability of people and then especially if like disconnections happen it just makes me feel uneasy a lot but I agree yeah, yeah. I definitely think that's one of my lessons that I'm going through right now before I get into like some of these questions that I wrote down on my left, one random question that I have is, do you think that happiness is permanent or a temporary state? Like, can you, are you happy all the time? Or can you be happy all the time? Mm, that's a great question. Yeah. Like, what does that look like for you? 
He yeah. said, is it a permanent thing? Yeah. Dang, I, I have like, you know, I know you're acting, asking for, you know, a yes or a no, but I have like in the middle. No, no, no. I would say definitely not permanent, but I wouldn't say temporary. Someone that I feel like I'm a very happy person. Um, I wouldn't say it's permanent because like, you know, there's times where, you know, I would say I'm happy, but I'm not like top tier happy if I'm gonna break it up like that. Yeah. Or like you're happy, but it's just like a subconscious happy. Yeah. yeah. But you you said that you identify as a happy person, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Like I'm very, and this I know I keep talking about this, the family and me are just like very inclusive, making sure everyone's having a good time. Yeah. So you know, there's some people you can you know get under their skin and they know you're not really trying to get under their skin and yeah. some people you just gotta you know but i like to to make sure everyone's comfortable and that involves like making sure everyone's like happy to some degree yeah is that not difficult though trying to make sure everyone is happy or comfortable like does that not feel like a ton of pressure on you and on your life like it's managing other people that are conversing uh, I would say I get where you're going, but at the same time, not necessarily. It just depends on the person. If you can tell, like, you know, read the room, they're not in that, you know, state right now, I, I will back off. I'm, I'm very okay. good at reading people. Engaging. And yeah. Like assessing so, the situation. But I feel like most part people like to be happy, so. I, I think that everybody <laughs> likes or wants to be happy. Yeah. I think that it's interesting how many people on this planet and on this world do not allow themselves to be happy. And I'm more interested in like the why people don't allow themselves to be happy. Because I feel like if you ask most people, they'll say like, oh, like I'm okay, or today was all right, or today was cool, or like another day at work, or I'm just looking forward to the weekend. Like, why do people not proactively choose to go out and seek their level of happiness, knowing that life is short, for lack of better words, like it's a temporary state. And I think that's also, you know, I'm, I'm much of an optimist of myself, okay. so I can't really, you know, I know people have different views on things, but I also am very like, I've learned to be content with the small things, which allows me to be a lot more happy yeah. in different states, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so when you said that, I just think about, you know, um, what I want to say. When you said allowing, like, I just think about just being content with the small things. So that allows for me to choose the positive portions in each day. So I, feel, I don't know, some people, you know, kind of latch on to, you know, negative things and it might bother them more than other people. So everyone has their, like I said, everyone has their journeys when it comes to it. But. Yeah, well, you said that you learned to be content with the small things. Like, have you always been like that? Or is that something that you had to like develop? And <laughs> if so, how did you do that? I love this question because yeah. it always makes me think about, um, something. I was in, third grade and uh you know we had a secret santa at my school okay and uh you know we had like as kids you had a list of the things that you wanted and um my best friend at the time yeah. i know he really wanted this football so i like i did everything in my power oh, to get um, my best friend a football yeah. he wasn't my secret santa someone else was mine but i had my list of things that i wanted yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember getting like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like the bag with no. like the marbles and the little oh, spiky thing. Man. And I remember getting a car and I was so upset. Like, That's my mom was funny. like, talking like, wow. What, what are you upset about? Yeah. You know? I'm like, everyone else got things they wanted and I put so much effort and energy into getting, you know, wow. my person what they wanted. Yeah. But it was like, no one really put thought into what they got for me. Yeah. And she had told me, that's where I learned, I learned at a young age, she was yeah. just like, you know, Maurice, you gotta be happy over the small things before you get to the big things. Yeah. So that's just kind of like, real though. you know, I learned that at a young age, so I just kind of like, you know, carry that throughout my life. Just like, life. just being a good steward over the small things that you have and yeah. just, you know, waiting until, you know, you get the big things. So. 
No, that's a good story. First of all, shout out to Mama Peace because that was a good lesson. And second of all, that's yeah. funny because I can only imagine like you chasing up and down, left and right, trying to make sure that like your best friend, you know, oh, yeah. had that connection, had everything. So you just probably naturally and subconsciously thought like, oh yeah, like whatever I do is going to be on the same yeah. type or level of energy. But I think that's also a good lesson too that like you shouldn't do things based off of what might come back or like exactly. the return of it. Like if you're going to do something, you should do it because you want to do it, period. And just leave it at that. That way, if situations like that happen again in the future, you're like, ah, it's not what I want, but that's, I was doing it. That's a big lesson. Like yeah. even past, like, you know, like you said, like, um, I know. And this is passing out oh, a free game, passing out a free game, you know, you know, you have your friends and, you know, family members sometimes that may, you know, want to borrow money from you or whatever. Um, my mom also taught me just like, hey, just have a giving heart, whatever they ask, like, try to give what you can, but don't expect anything back. And at the end of the day, yeah. like, they can trust that, you know, you have their back and then your heart is clean of like, not mm -hmm. looking at them every time you see them, like, you owe me. Yeah. X, Y, Z. Just because kinda, of like, because of like, why or your intent when you yeah. give it to them, right? Yeah, and it's, it's basically like you just erasing that car hard together. Like, yeah. and some people do mean to give it back to you, but it's just best like, my mom always told me never let money come in between you and your friendships. No, that's real though. So, no, I agree. I think that I've experienced that more so with family than with friends, just because of like yeah. the way that my environment upbringing has been set up and a couple of family members especially now that I have a full-time job would like ask for money or say they're going to give it back or ask for this and I'm seeing it starting to be like a semi-consistent basis and I I just kind of understood and learned quickly like okay if I'm going to give money to someone I'm going to give it to them like how you said knowing that I might not get it back or just because like I'm giving it to them and I'm not lending it to them yeah. And if I don't feel like doing it, I kind of switch more so to like feeling slash emotion than logic when it comes down to stuff like that. If I don't feel like giving it to them or if I don't feel like I can do it just like out of like pure kindness or I know I would expect it back. Like it's some situation where we'll be like, I oh, know I can't give it to you this time. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I just let it be that. Yeah. And I thought that the world was going to end or blow, but things are way more like smaller let me not like desensitize people's situations at least from my experiences like things that i thought that were going to blow up end up blowing over and like progresses and the relationships are not as i don't know the relationships haven't been damaged which goes back to like setting healthy boundaries yeah yeah i mean yeah i guess like expectations really do make make yes, relationships kind of tricky because once you yes like if it's not out in the open if you yes. place either expectations on people it it creates some tension so, yeah and it can lead to disappointment yeah time and a lot time of the time. And time and yeah. time and time again until y'all have those conversations about yeah. like what you can do or what you can't do yeah yeah no i agree and the last part that i'll say on that when you said um when you told your story about like how to be grateful or like happy with the small things first i think that it's crazy how life is so different for everybody just based off of like their relationships or their families or their friends or people who they've been surrounded around because i didn't learn that lesson of being grateful with the smallest things until like most recently and then even that like gratitude journal book that i got on the right side mm. um it asked me every day like what is something, what are three things that you're happy about? Or what are three things that, well, actually, pass me the book. This one? Yeah, 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 one more time. Oh. And it's the same question as every single day. It says, like, the gratitude journal, and then Kevin bought me this, and I'm very grateful for it. But, like, every question at the beginning, it gives you a quote, and then, like, the first one I did, the ladder of success is best climbed by stepping on the rungs of opportunity. Some philosophical-wise quote by each artist author which is different and then it asks like I am grateful for and you can list three things what would make today great and then a positive affirmation so when I started doing like I am grateful for like these started off as like huge like monumentous things like I'm grateful for things but like as the 
days, weeks, and months start going by, like I just stuck with it. It was just little things sometimes too, like random, like I'm grateful for my flight to Nashville. Oh yeah. You know what That's I'm saying? Like little things that you don't <laughs> think about. I'm grateful for like family, friends, and memories. Like yeah. it really like changed my mindset. And a lot of these, I started putting at a certain point, like life, like I'm grateful for another day to I dance and then another day, like just the little things, another day, new life and pursuit of happiness. Like it started becoming like less materialistic and more like, yeah. I don't know, eccentric. So that's just one of the ways that I learned how to be grateful for the small things too. And having friends and people around you who are like, hey, I think that this will be a good read. Kind of like, what you yeah. got for me? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. So some of the questions that I did have, one of the biggest ones or first ones with maintaining relationships is what type of friend do you classify yourself as? A low maintenance balance or maybe like a high maintenance friend? And you can take that question how you want it. It might not fit into any of those categories or it might depend on who you're talking about. Yeah, and I was thinking about, I actually was thinking about this in the car. Yeah. Um, I feel like I fluctuate. Okay. It depends, it also depends on the, on the friend. Yeah. Um, I can be high maintenance with certain people. Which so I'll, I'll, I'll put that out there. Um, I'll you first. But I am, I would say for the much, the, the most part, I'm low maintenance. And you know, I'm a, you know, I'll ravel another story for you guys. So I went to a small private school and, you know, um, kind of like people were in and out, like, you know, they would come for a little bit, you know, their their parents want them to be in a private school and then they'll go to public school. Okay. And I went there for, you know, all of my life, wow. K-5 through 12, you know? I didn't know that actually. Yeah, the more you know. But with that, I just gotten used to friendships just coming in and out like oh, nothing wow. long term yeah. so like that's kind of how I don't know like with friends I don't put too much mm. pressure on them because I've gotten used to people just like you know get close and then it's like a season thing and then mm. they move on to the next season it's not to say that we don't kind of check back up or you know talk but you know that's just what have has made me accustomed to some of my friendships. Like, I still got you whenever you need me, but I guess like the pressure isn't that high. However, you know, I do have a category of friends that I would consider in that family right. tier. And those are the, I would say like some of the most, not to say that the others aren't as, but those are some of the most meaningful because I know that's something that's like sticking with me no matter what. Right, going so, on every season, like yeah. And we were talking about that yesterday. We were talking yeah. about that yesterday. Now I think that that is very difficult sometimes too because I completely agree that people are here. Um, that some people are here now for like seasons, like the reason for the season. And I do think that you have your couple of folks here, people who come into every season. But I think it can get a little tricky when you think that some people are going to be there from every season and that person doesn't think the same thing too and that's, that's kind of like where that misalignment could happen or could occur and like some of that lack of communication because I've also experienced that for lack of better words on both sides where some people might have thought that I wasn't being like quote unquote the best friend mm. and I cared about them I loved them but I didn't feel the need or proactiveness to reach out to them every single day or like extremely often, but I would check in. It just wasn't at the level that they wanted. So they didn't. Uh, yeah, that does make things tricky. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And I feel like sense. now I'm being extremely more conscious trying to check in, check in, yeah, check in, yeah, check in, yeah. check in, it's check, not in natural. check in. And it's not natural. Yeah. So it makes it difficult. And it honestly, it's crazy, but then it pushes you further away. In a way in a way from the person because now it feels it just feels too much yeah and I, I guess I'm just a little I want to say I'm very perspective based like I, I take a lot of perspectives from everyone so for yeah. me I'm a like I thought about you today so I reached out to you to see yeah. how you're doing and that might be like you know four months later I'm checking back here but yeah. it's not 
I just know people like life happens. People are going through life and I'm busy, they're busy. That's yeah. why I still feel like I'm low maintenance. Like, and when we catch up, it can be, you know, very thorough. Right. And, um, I did dive. Yeah. And then some people, like you said, they do require that high maintenance. But I guess that just depends on, you know, how y'all are flowing in that friendship to really be on that on a natural level. Not yeah. like a, I really need to talk to you, you know. I do think that I'm a high maintenance friend. And, and it's, but that's not, I don't want you to, that's not a bad thing. It's just nah, it's not a bad thing, but I'm not going to say I don't want to be a high maintenance friend anymore, but I think it's just disappointed me in a lot of situations that I'm tired of being disappointed in, to be honest. Like, gotcha. at some point in time, it's kind of like. Okay, I got a, I got a deep question for you. Wow, I'm asking you the question. Ooh, no, <laughs> do, you, do you like being alone? Do I like being alone? Yeah. In terms of just my own space? Just, yeah. Just for like an extended period of time, not just like a, a day or two. No. Okay. Okay. I don't. I'd rather be <laughs> out and about and that probably. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that probably goes way deeper than. That meets the eye, honestly. So if you're following like my train of thought, I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't like my own energy or I'm not comfortable mm -hmm. being alone. I don't think that that's the truth. I don't think that's the case. And if it was, I would hope that I would be able to admit that. I think that when it comes down to preference and socializing, like I'm weird. I'm still figuring out who I am as a person, but I think I'm a. Um, I'm an introvert to most people, but extroverted to people who I'm extremely comfortable with. So like if it's people that I know who are going to be out hanging out, like I'ma choose hanging with them mm -hmm. versus being alone. And I'm not that's not to say like that's a natural thing. I'm an introvert too. Right. I wouldn't say I'm just big extrovert even with the people mm -hmm. like I know, but like yeah. once we're locked in, like, you know. <laughs> you know, they're locked in and I'm pretty much I would say I'm the same way. What I do sometimes have a curious mind just to, to like sometimes just go out by myself. Every oh, again, yeah. yeah. No, that's right. I think that's honestly very important and key too. And I've been learning that a lot as well by moving to a new city and state and going to Houston too. Like sure. I went on a walk at the Buffalo Bayou Park and I did like a four mile walk. And then like sometimes I'll take myself on a date or I'll ask my friends if they want to go. But at first, I used to ask my friends if they want to go, and if they were to say no, I wouldn't go. But now it's kind of like a, hey, it's more so like a, I'm going, and if y'all want to come, y'all are welcome. But if not, I'm still gonna go. But I didn't learn that. I, I mean, I just started doing that. Well, yeah, I feel like, you know, up until this stage of life, you know, like just the cars that we have, you didn't have to, you know? Oh yeah, like that's a good college, point. high yeah. school, you're surrounded with people. Yeah, friends, so, and then you have somebody who's going to. Yeah, someone's gonna be somewhere yeah. where you're trying to go. <laughs> that's real. I think that's a good point, and I don't like living by like regrets or mistakes or anything. Like I feel like we always learn things based off of who we are as a person in that current season, and hopefully once you learn the lesson, yeah, you adapt from it. But there are certain situations that I wish I could like look how things would be if I was more independent of independent of that sounds bad but I was about to say independent of all my friends why does that sound bad it sounds bad I don't think I'm articulating it right because like I love my friends I love my family I love my people but I just don't want my personality or my energy to be directly like correlated or connected with someone else's. Cause like how you said, life gets busy, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when you get into a habit or a routine of doing a certain thing, you know what I mean? Like calling them every day or very, very frequently or doing that and then something changes naturally because life is life. Yeah. Then you have to readjust and readapt. Like I'd rather be prepared than Shot. Yeah. 
I'm not even playing about that. The shock thing, the shock thing teaches you. <laughs> it does. And I'm thankful for the shocks too. <laughs> no, that's a real point. Okay. Cool. Um My second bullet point was losing friends. Have you lost have you lost what you considered an actual friend? Now before you answer that, I want you to think about it for a little second. When I'm talking about friend, I'm talking about somebody who like you perceive as you proactively reaching out to them, they're reaching out to you, like in your mental state, you consider them an actual friend. Y'all thought that y'all were going to be good. I'm not talking about an associate, something that linked y'all together. You know what I mean? Like UGA, a lot of people consider people friends in my opinion, but you were really associates because like y'all had class or you had take time, y'all had school and y'all saw each other through passing. And then after like whatever linked y'all together, after that left, the friendship kind of fizzled out. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about uh, the actual friend. friend. Mm -hmm. So for lack of better words, like uh your LBs are not a good example because they're your LBs. But like say like Adrian. Like, that's your LB, so it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> I was like, what? But I'm saying like you consider him a friend. Yeah. Like, say you lost Adrian. Y'all were like, okay, let's not be friends anymore. You wouldn't uh, imagine that. There is, this is a tough question for me because, like I said, with the story and stuff, I'm just so used to the phasing out mm -hmm. that, in a bad way, I'm kind of numb to it. Like, it's not like a, it's not like a, hey, I'm not your friend anymore type of deal. It's just, just kind of like, all right, I guess we don't talk anymore. Like you don't make a big deal about life. Yeah, it's no bad blood or nothing. Like, I might reach out to you and make sure you're good and stuff, but it's not just, I don't, is that how friendships end? Yeah. I've never. Whoa, why are you in, asking me? I'm just asking, do you know? Or have you been in that position before? I'm trying to think. Or have you done that at all? Have I lost a friend? I think that it's weird. I think that the closest that I got to losing a friend is like that story that I was telling you earlier, like me not reaching out to them as much as they felt like they reached out to me. They had a intentional conversation with me and they were like, hey, I still love you. Hey, I still want to be friends with you, but I don't think that I can do that right now in this season because like it doesn't feel or seem like the energy is like matched or reciprocated. Oh, yeah. I have had a situation similar to that where the friend was like, dang, you don't really reach out to me. Yeah, like, oh, really? But it was, you know, but like the no, same. No, no, I don't know. It's, it was like, I guess, like I said, like I had, you know, I guess they see how I reach out to other friends. Mm -hmm. They were noticing that, so it was kind of like, a, oh, you don't do the same for me. So let's go there. Why not? Is it just like you don't, like, why didn't, why don't you do the same for that person? that you would do for those other friends since they brought that up? Like, is it a conscious reason or is it just kind yeah, of- Yeah, it, it, like, that's the same thing I was explaining. Like, it's, it wasn't a conscious thing. It's just, it's just, that's just kind of how it was, but- Yeah, that's true. Um, I did, like, it was one of those situations where, you know, I just started doing more on my end. Okay, but how did that make you feel when you started doing more on your end? Was it cool? Uh, I, I would say at first it was like, am I being a little, unnatural with this like mm. is this really how how i go about things? yeah is this most way of yeah but you know it kind of i think it fizzled into being natural okay so that kind of like well that's good yeah and then also too you know i think also too like life has a big i feel like contribution to you know that maintenance factor because like like let's say your friend is not going through much but they just need someone to talk to but then you're just so tired with everything that you have in your life like you're not matching you know what they have going on but also too as a friend you know you're supposed to be there when they need you you know and that depends on what type of friend you are yeah but it's also like you shouldn't i also very big like you shouldn't feel bad that you can't cater for them when you have so much that's holding you down so it's like well that's a good point you know you gotta find that balance sometimes and it's, it's hard to communicate it sometimes but um also on their end they have to be understanding too it's a balance and i think it can be hard 
And what I think I just realized now is I think I read it. It's a book in my room that says 13 things mentally strong people don't do. I think what some people don't realize is they try to like end friendships or say like, okay, we're not compatible as friends. And maybe in that season, but that doesn't mean that y'all are com aren't compatible overall. Like in my head, I used to think like, okay, we're not friends. We're just not <laughs> friends anymore. You know what I'm saying? But like, in my personal opinion, I feel like a lot of times it isn't because people don't want to be friends, right? Or yeah. is it because somebody did something overly and extremely malicious? Like that's a different thing. Yeah. But I think that like if I like how you said with what I have going on right now, or with what you have going on, or us both just learning mentally like different things, like maybe now isn't the best time to connect. But that doesn't mean I still don't want you around or I love you. But let's see what that looks like as time goes on like maybe during the catch-up session and it might be stronger than what it was previously because y'all yeah. have just learned more insight about life and different things and i agree with that too like also with your selection of friends like me naturally i'm solution based so yeah. like let's say like what you know the communication of our friendship isn't like where it should be i'm gonna try to try something different that still caters to me as well as to my friend to where we can like okay, get yeah, yeah and if that doesn't work we just still got to keep trying different yeah. but things. at some points you have to at some point you have to put a pin in it though because i feel like i did that with one friend too and if you keep trying keep trying you'll get into a merry-go-round or a cycle of like yeah a non-endless tiring mental exhausting point of okay like i feel like i've done all i could do and it's just not working right now because like you said earlier like I think it's good to like, but also too, to to speak on what you're if, if I'm no, interpreting this right, um, it has like you said it has to be reciprocated to some degree. It can't be like you pouring all into right and the other person not. Yeah, no, nah, I can't. That just that it's is where work. it's like yeah. okay, I'm over exerting myself. Exactly. So, nah. I just think if you give up yourself in the process, like say you say I'm not being a good friend, right? And I'm like, okay, let me try to be a better friend. And then I start doing things that make you feel like I'm the greatest friend ever. Right. But by me doing those things, I feel horrible. Or by me doing those things, I feel extremely tired or exhausted. Mm -hmm. That's not going to work either. That's true. Because that's going to be a temporary state, but that's not, like, it's not long lasting. That's not going to last because I know in my soul that every day or every week I'm, Oh shit, let me check in on more or let me do this or let me do that. So I think that those are just things that, I don't know, I'm learning a lot right now. I think those are just things to like keep in mind as well. Yeah. It has to be a balance. And the balance, that's the tricky part. It's that's not, it's not easy. The trickiest part, for sure. Nah, it is. I'm not. Okay, so what we're going to do, I have to go to the bathroom. So I'm going to take a little pause, stop, out of the lot. And then I do have a couple more questions I'm going to ask you. My Dude. leg hurts. Hey. My leg, my Yeah. Oh, with these? Yeah. Anything like 
you know, candy. Yeah. I did. I used to dibble and dabble. Like, I think one time, yeah. uh, me and John were at the summer camp. Yeah. And I don't know what I was on that day. I bought like the three pound bag of. Uh, <laughs> it was the uh, thing. It's crazy. Some things. Sour Patch Kids, the water yeah. Because I was sharing them with people, but yeah. at the end of the day, I was just eating them. <laughs> just going crazy. You wasn't even thinking about it. Whatever, thank you. You were just eating them. It was just so good. So. <laughs> and that dentist started spanking me. No, I might need too. I wasn't busting every night, but then at some point, he was like, yeah, but you have to learn. Yeah, yeah, that was like that. Yeah, and I was like, all right, let me eat it. Oh, that's why you be flossing so much now. Yeah. That's crazy, because I was saying, he was like, yeah, if you don't start flossing your it's going to be looking crazy. I'm not sure. Um, all right, cool. Let me start back up. So this was a random question. It wasn't on my list, but it came to my mind. What type of friendship do you think that we have? I'd say it's love, ain't it? Like in the middle, no. I mean, oh, I'm you, the reason why I'm saying that is like I feel like we ain't, we don't have to talk every day, which is how I would say like a majority of my friendships are. But if there's something that like we connect on topic wise we could just talk about it or yeah. whatever or when we catch up it's like pretty thorough too you know no i agree too i definitely think like we're lonely as friends but i think that that works for us and it's actually like, really really good yeah because like even when we do talk it feels comfortable it feels natural i don't feel like i'm like hiding anything we just don't keep up with each other yeah, and I and I guess I also like while I'm saying you know low maintenance and all this, I'm also a to myself for uh, a majority of time, and then I you know talk to my friends. Yeah, really like you know just just like really my parents and maybe a few LBs in my current home people that hear from me like every day. So I would say majority of my friends, you're in good company if I'm not. Do you feel like you have space in your life right now to add a high maintenance friend? Mm. Like somebody in addition to your rotation? I'm like your fam, your girl, and your couple of these. Uh, it just depends on what that looks like. Like, I feel like my, I guess, perspective or ideology of high maintenance might be different from other people's high maintenance. That's very good point. So, yeah, and also just in this state of life where I'm like really like about to be focused on something, maybe not. <laughs> you know, oh, that's real. So, I do want to switch over real quick and ask this: You're in a relationship, and I don't necessarily want to get into your relationship specifically, but I want to talk more about the timing of life with the relationship being a part of that. So for example, me, I'm trying to get into the gym consistently, right? And do that every single day for the rest of my life. Right. That's like six to eight a.m. going, coming back, getting ready before work. And then after that, pretty sure all of civilization has a job in some way, shape, or form, whether you're the president or whether you're a custodian, you could marketing consultant, tech, no matter. That's typically entrepreneur in some way, shape, or form, eight to four, eight to five, eight to six, nine to six, right? Mm -hmm. So after you get off of work, I feel like you have a couple of hours, six to 10, six to 10, 36 to 11, whatever your sleep schedule is before you go to bed to get an accurate amount of like sleep and rest mm -hmm. to do it all over again. Right. So I guess my question is like with, and I guess some people don't, workout or like fitness but if you include that fitness that work time for yourself mm -hmm. sleep and you have a girl like 
where is the rest of life? Like, there's, I just feel like there's no. I, just where, feel like, I guess, are you just being vague with that, or what do you mean? Like, the um, time spread? Or? Yeah, it's more so like about the time spread. Like, what is my question? Is that how do I have space yeah. for that on top of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much yeah, 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 in yeah. the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you have space for that? Yeah. How do you have space for that in the window? I would say, like, and it sounds cliche, but you just, like, you made time for that person. And even then, like, even if it's a, it goes back to being happy about the small thing, you just kind of look forward to mm-hmm. hearing from your partner after, you know, a long, a long day. Rest, you know, a long day. I'm a big, you know, quality time. So, you know, every once in a while we might say, uh, we'll uh, do some telephone. Y'all don't even know what they use now. Yeah. Like watch a Netflix show together. She's very big on documentaries. So, you know, watch this together. Yeah. Just the little things. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Or just tell me, like, how was your day? You know, that's, that's small, but like when you're in that relationship setting, you really do look forward to just anything for your partner. It's yeah. Not, it doesn't have to be some grand skill. Yeah, no, no, like I gotta see you or we gotta go on a date every night. Nah. It ain't gotta be that. And I mean, like you said, with a busy day, you might even have, not have the energy for that. Yeah, and on a consistent basis, at least. Yeah, like it, that, but also, dude, that also is dependent on you, like, and the person that you choose. Like, if they're mm-hmm. very, I like that a lot. I think all in all, I ain't even gonna go too crazy on it. But like you said, you just make time for what you want overall, and it can look different in so many different ways. Like even sending a little text, like I'm thinking about you, I feel like goes a long way. Oh, it does. And a lot of times, throughout this podcast, I keep thinking about Maddie. Oh, pause. Not relationship wise, but like. <laughs> Thinking about Maddie because like I think she has it in her bio where she just got like a small tattoo on her wrist that says something like, um, what does it say? Um, it's the little things or it's the small things. Like I feel like people think we're like family or relationships or friendships or associateships that it's like let me buy you this brand new Tesla or this brand new car. But yeah. in all in all, it could be something as simple like. Hey, I'm just thinking about you. And I feel like that has such a bigger positive impact yeah. than like people trying to go above and beyond and do all of these grand gestures. Yeah, grand things. I don't know. It was just a thought. Like it's all in the little things and I'm starting to learn that more and more as time goes on too. So that's real. Especially as somebody who I'm not pressuring it but desires to be in a romantic relationship soon just looking at that because I also value my time a lot so I'm like very like it's gonna happen naturally hopefully and like when it's supposed to happen especially with it being a partner that I really like right but I'm very nervous with like that working out period or that like job period or that like taking time for me period and then also adding uh, like a relationship into that just like where does the time like go for real and I don't like this a Chris thing right now I just don't like any of my days feeling like it's like back to back to back to back to back oh, to back yeah. where I don't have any. Yeah, but it's like, I guess the way I think about it, at least in my, you know, in my situation, like you got, you know, the work and so I feel like your partner's going to be cognizant of, you know, yeah. you had a long day and they kind of just like help ease you and relax yeah. you know, that day. So it wouldn't be like a, yeah, oh, this is another meeting. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me hop on my zone. <laughs> Nah, it would no be like, way. <laughs> no, it would be it like is, it is another meeting. It's time to go ahead and blip that and let that go. Like, just like That's you know, funny. meta metaphor type. It's like it's like a, a spa without the 
that spot. Like, I know that's real. I'm running like that. I'm vibing. Yeah, I'm just vibing. Ain't gotta do too much. In my peace. Yeah. This is the peace that you cannot buy. Unless I'm finding a way where you cannot see. Is that Tim's? That is Tim's. See? I'm really a music guru. I'm here talking about relationships with y'all. Is he a music guru, y'all? He asked me yesterday. I think a song came on. He was asking what the song was. I knew the song, but I didn't know the name. It was the Aston Martin. What was it? Aston Martin. Aston Martin music. Aston Aston Martin Ross, music Drake. I know the song. You can't not. It's one of my favorite songs, actually. I just was blanking on the name. But I'm learning. People are like music people. Like they know the tunes because I've done this with they multiple know. people. Like yeah, I know. But but I'm very like you should know the artists. Like they're putting out this content for you. Nah. Nah. I mean, nah, I see it. But I, I thought at first, like, me knowing the artist does what for me, but I guess if you like that type right. of music, like... I guess if it's, like, mainstream, I'm thinking you should know. The way people be grilling me about these old-school R&B songs, they be like, you don't know who that is? Like, yeah. you don't know these, like, regular people. I know them, I just don't... <laughs> I don't know. What I, I think it's... The cost benefit, like, why do I need to know everything about you? Like, if I have a song, I'm find out. That's to a certain degree. Yeah. It is kind of crazy though, because I did DJ a little bit in school for a couple of years, so I do feel like I should have a tad bit more like sensory. But that's lucky why I stopped as well, because my passion wasn't like I, I monetize your passion. Monetize your passion. Don't forget that. Hopefully, y'all can see it up there. Um, another question that I have that came from my book is, do you have in I feel like I'm gonna write my answer of what I think you're gonna say first after I explain it to you um, on this paper. Shout out to Lakers. Don't look. That's a piece of Kobe. And then I'm gonna ask you what you think you got. So, y'all, this is what I think that Mo is going to say out of the two options based off of like what he said and what he's mentioned, but I'm gonna see. So, the question is do you have an inter- internal locus? or external locus. And I'm about to explain it. So basically, no, no, because before I read the book, I was like, what is this? So basically, an external locus means that like, anything that happens in life or your family or your like relationships or like friendships that, hold on. Like, any result that happened, you're kind of like, oh, it was meant to happen, or it was meant to go, or like, that's just the way the chips fall and the cookie crumbles, for lack of better words. Like, that's what an external locus is. Like, regardless of if it was a output that you wanted or not, you're kind of like cool with it, because it was like, well, that's life. Like, I can't change the trajectory of things. But an internal locus is kind of like, okay, if I didn't get this job or my relationship didn't work out or this friendship didn't work out or like I didn't even get the result, it was because of something that I didn't do. It was because of something that Mo didn't do or I could have studied a little bit harder. I could have trained a little bit harder. Like, let me go and find out how I could have tweaked the process. So like based off of those two explanations, hopefully that made sense. Do you have an internal locus? Do you feel like you resonate more with the internal locus or an external locus? Just based off of like your solution and decision making skills. Alright, drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Internal. Wow, you think you know me. I do know him. Y'all so, don't know me. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. But nah, yeah. I, yeah, I figured you was gonna say internal locus. Do you wanna kinda like explain a little bit on like why you think you have an internal locus or like why you resonate more with that than an external locus yeah and also like i'm gonna speak on like what i'm learning in life too okay cool. but definitely internal because i i feel like i'm very intentional effort based and like every aspect of life like giving my putting my best foot forward but i've learned that that result isn't always based on performance so that is what leads me to internal I, I always and I think it stems from sports and being young like and when I, I always relate to basketball like as when I was coached like they 
they always had this high potential on me. Yeah. So I'm always working hard to get to that. And then like, let's say I didn't meet the mark, like I'm still trying to improve and that's in every aspect of life. Sometimes I'm thinking like with results, like, okay, I'm keeping improving. I'm trying to get to that result. Like, right. dang, I just didn't do enough. Yeah. You keep thinking that, like, I just didn't do enough. Is that tiresome? It could be in some instances, but then as much as I'm very optimistic about a lot of things, reality checks in and it's like, you did your best, but that doesn't, you know, contribute to you overdriving yourself and like, dang, I didn't do enough. Like, like you said, the chips, this is how they fall and that's how life is. And you know, next shot, try to be better. <laughs> and keep it pushing. Basically. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, it actually like from what I'm hearing and what it sounds like, it kind of like, like you said, it depends on like the specific situation. Of like, yeah, like some some scenarios I would say I'm external. Like I'm like, hey, I did everything I could do. That's it. I did everything that I could do. Like I feel free with knowing that even if I had another chance, like I gave it all I had. That that was Chris. Do you have any questions for me? Hmm. I'm a big question guy. Let's see. Uh, I'm a big answer guy. Okay. Uh, uh, what was your What was your biggest takeaway from this podcast today? Oh wow! It's actually funny that you asked me that because I always ask like my guests and people who come on my con. On my podcast, like, what was their biggest takeaway? So nobody's ever like flipped through that. I think that my biggest takeaway from this podcast was hmm, wow, just let me speak. I think I had a few, but I think one of my most resonating and biggest takeaways from this podcast is that people are raised like so differently and like have so many like different perspectives on like how they view the world, how they perceive the world, how people make decisions and really remembering like or trying your hardest not to take things personal and rely solely on your own mind because there's just so many factors that go into like the mentalists and nuances of decisions that you didn't think about, couldn't think about. It's just not the way that your mind is like designed because of like the environment you grew up in and trying to just like take peace in that or like have faith in like knowing that it's not like Chris's world, Chris's world. Like there's, it's the world. And not to make it that conversation get deeper, but just like I look at it like this: um, everyone, like you said, everyone thinks they're doing a grand job, what yeah. they're doing, because that's how they're raised. Like yeah. they're doing the best that they were taught. You only you, you do what you know, yeah. and you're trying to you mess with all these people that we all think we're doing a great job. Someone's not doing a great job, so. I don't think that's true. Well, not necessarily a great job, but like... I think everybody's job looks... Different. Different. I was going to say... All right, I said that wrong. Yeah. More so like lost in translation because you think you're a great job and then you're like, well, that's not the job that I was taught. You're doing it differently. Mm -hmm. So then that's where the tensions arise instead of just, you know, I would say adapting and really taking a holistic view. Hey... They oh. react in this way because that's how they were raised. Or, yeah, and it all stems to very deep, complex things that we don't look or see. That's surface level. I said that right. It's deeper than surface, basically. So that's why I feel like I'm so perspective based on anyone I come across. So you think that benefit of the doubt, though. Get some. I really do. I don't. 
Which is no, it's a problem now. It depends on the situation. But like I try, also too, but I'm trying to get better at that. I don't like me being someone that gives people the benefit of the doubt. You got the the people that you know take advantage of that. Yeah, they do. I feel like I used to be a benefit of the doubt type of person, and I got tired of feeling internally like manipulated or like yeah. abused is a strong word, but internally like manipulated or just like taken advantage of. And then somebody always wants to like. I'm at the point now like. Somebody always wants to like apologize or say like, I'm sorry, or like, oh, I didn't mean to, but am I like, and some of my perspective, like I need to do better with like balancing and accepting the apology, but also like the impact has already been done as well. And like, you just want to say sorry and vanish everything that happened. And I don't think that that's fair either or okay. Yeah. I guess I also just, like, I just, like you said, take it with a grain of salt. Like, even if their intentions, I just kind of leave that, you know, up to to God and just. Which is the best thing to do, in my opinion, as well. Because when you try to, like, I don't know, follow somebody's thought process. Yeah, because if you get get too deep into that, that's going to take you into a rabbit hole. Yeah. A bad rabbit hole. I've done it before. Yeah, nah. It's not 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 healthy. It's not. But I feel like that's another thing too. Everybody's always like, hey, take this advice before doing it. And ideally, like somebody would listen. But I feel like a lot of people just have to touch the fire to know it's hot. I, I mean, feel like that's how most that's people how you learn. Like, yeah. I mean, some people, like, all right, if you give me a sign, I'm like, oh, okay, this is a warning. And then some people are like, ah, yeah, I like the, I can do it. Yeah, I'm the exception. You're not the exception. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but uh, you think you're the exception, right. and then you get told, and then there you go trying to warn the next person, and then it just be like a whole little cycle. Yeah. Um. Cool. So my last thing to you is, what did you? Wait, wait, wait. Let me. Two things. My first thing is, what did you take away from this podcast or this episode? Based on our um, conversation, what comes to mind? I guess I don't know. Just like the so nothing. Like the the opposite of how I think. I guess. Oh like, yeah. You know, like yeah. You think we think differently? Like yeah. the same and different. Like with yeah. the internal and external look oh, okay. thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess now I'm, I've t- taken away like the external look kind of thing of like not thinking like I didn't do enough. Yeah. And that's another deep, deep conversation about, and it might be women too, but it's been like, it's been like scientifically proven that as males, like yeah. we go into life and we're always thinking like we're not enough in a lot of mm. scenarios. Yeah. So. I really? think that also is just a natural, not natural thing, but just envy of just like, I didn't do enough. Yeah, if something went wrong, it yeah. was because of something you slipped or lacked to do. That's a very crazy, and sometimes, like, not you specifically, but that can be a toxic mindset if you get into a habit of that, because, yeah. like, sometimes it ain't got nothing to do with you, but. It really don't. And that, that catches me a lot of the times, like, I be thinking it's me. You. you don't have nothing to do with me. Yeah. And in all honesty, like, I'm a work in progress. I always will be a work in progress. But I think about some of the times, like, unfortunate circumstances that I might have harmed somebody else, mm-hmm. like, unintentionally. And that's how I just know that everything doesn't have to do with me because, like, I've harmed somebody else unintentionally, not maliciously. But if they were to start to think, like, why would Chris do that to me specifically? Or, like, what did I do wrong? Like, they didn't have anything to do with you. It was more so about me, if anything. Does that make sense? Let me rephrase. He said it was more so about you, but it didn't have nothing to do with you? Or it was more so like you're It was more so about me, it didn't have anything to do with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah, I struggle with that. And I think just that's how I know it's to, true, though. Oh. Okay. That's what I'm saying, that's how I know it's true, because like, I've hurt somebody and they could very well have gone to a rebel and be like, why did Chris do this to me? What was it about me? Like, did I do something wrong? And the truth is like, it didn't have anything to do with them. 
Oh. It had to do like with my thinking and like my subconscious decisions and like my actions. Like it wasn't like a, I'm going to do this to hurt them. Oh. But the impact still on me. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Mo, so if the people don't take anything else from this podcast, if they don't listen to this hour-long podcast, what do you want people to know? Or what do you want people to remember? Simply. gonna you know circle everything back together okay um and this is like a big life thing for me just like celebrating the small wins um so practice uh being appreciative of the small things in life you just once again and we take it for granted life in itself like life is just way too short Mm. to be stuck on you know yesterday so Damn. Just be in the now, be in the present, just be thankful, be, you know, be happy. I know that's hard to tell someone to do, but it's it's, it's just, we, we latch onto so much negativity and there's a lot of positivity around us as well. It's just me being able to breathe right now and talk to you guys on this podcast in itself. Um, it's a lot of people gone. Pew. And we just take it for granted, but that's a rabbit hole. But yeah, celebrate the small wins, whatever that is, and what that means for you. Just take heed to that. And like my mom said, those big wins will start coming. Yeah, I agree. That's what's up. And I wrote down your quote: "Life is way too short to be stuck on yesterday." Like it seems simple, but like that's like extremely big to me because a lot of people do that and like reflect and resonate on that like so long, like they'll hold on to something for years, and then when they finally do get over it. I feel like their advice to themselves or other people is gonna be like, I wish I would've just, yeah, like, let it go and like just kept living their life. Yeah. Cool. Well, without further ado, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of Free Game where the only thing that we do on this channel is what? Give me a bop, bop, bop. Give it a stack. We out. I was on the podcast for someone like one time and I asked it at the end. It'd be funny because like some people forget or they don't know. Oh. Uh, to say like keep it a stack at the end. <laughs>